This message was preached as pulpit supply by Jared File. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it is beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. Good morning. The last time I was with you, we talked about reasons why we ought to praise God. We've been born again. Amen? We've been born again to a living hope. Amen? Um, we have a future to look forward to. Praise God for that. And uh, He holds us in His hand. We can praise God for that. And I was thinking about that as, I was, as we were singing the song, Love Lifted Me. As you, as you sing that first verse, it's, I was sinking deep in sin. Far from the peaceful shore. Very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry and from the waters lifted me. Now safe am I. Amen. Amen. We have reason to praise him. And and that flows into this next text we're going to look at. Uh, Have you had a hard week? Have you had a hard month? Have you had a hard year? 2020, (laughs) if you've had a hard year, if you're going through hard times, whether that be physical health, whether that be emotional trauma, whether that be kids that don't behave, or adult kids that you're concerned about. This text should cause us to rejoice. Verse 6 in uh, 1 Peter chapter 1, and and I'll let you turn there. Uh, I'm I'm continuing on in 1 Peter chapter 1, beginning in verse 6. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you've been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you have not seen Him, you love Him. Though you do not see Him now, you believe in Him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining as the outcome of your faith the salvation of your souls. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We pray that you would give us ears to hear and eyes to see and hearts to believe what you have said. Father, help us um, in our weakness. Help us when we fear and when we struggle to trust in you and to rejoice in what you have done for us. Father, give me strength and grace as I preach your word in Jesus' name. Amen. In this you rejoice. So the first question that comes up when we come to this text is, what is this? (laughs) What is this? In this you rejoice. Um, Well, it's what we talked about last time I was here. So again, we've been born again. We've been born again to a living hope. We're new creatures in Christ. He's he's made us new. He's forgiven us of our sins. We rejoice in this. 
We have a future hope that is imperishable. It will never fade away. It will never be less than fully satisfying. It is perfect. And He holds us in His hands. In this we rejoice. Though now. Though now. There's a contrast in here. We rejoice though now. And what's now like? Now we live in this present evil age. Now we, for a little while, if necessary, we've been grieved by various trials. Have you been grieved by various trials? Just thinking of my own family, I was sharing with Jim um, and Maggie earlier. Uh, My dad, he had COVID over uh, Christmas. And he's okay. He made it through just fine, we thought. And uh, it's been since Christmas, and now he's not able to do his chores in the morning on the farm without being out of breath. Um, you know, the, the, even the after effects of after having COVID. For some people, we get along and we're just fine. And then for others, there's some difficulty that lasts for a while and that's uh, one of those various trials that we experience in this life isn't it um you know uh, over a year ago my mother had a brain tumor she had uh um an acoustic neuroma it was non-cancerous but she went in for surgery and she's lost hearing in one ear but she's back to normal now, but that's one of those various trials that we experience in this life. Or losing a job. Have anybody ever lost a job? Wasn't planning on it. Losing a job. Uh, Again, kids not behaving. We go through all kinds of various trials. And and, uh, I don't want to go into it too much, but look at the political scene we're going through. We go through various trials. So, the text here is saying, in this you rejoice. That is our salvation. We rejoice in the fact we've been born again. We rejoice in the fact that we have a future that, that uh, it cannot be touched. Uh, we, we rejoice in the fact that He holds us in His hand. We rejoice in this, though now we suffer. Though now it's difficult. And, and, and you almost have to chuckle at what he says here. Though now for a little while. Boy, it doesn't seem like a little while, does it? It doesn't seem like a little while. Instead, we want to cry out with the psalmist and say, Oh Lord, how long? How long, oh Lord? Will you forget me forever? Sometimes we feel that way. But we're reminded here, in comparison to all eternity, in comparison to the glory of the future that we have before us, it's just a little while. Though now, even if we are grieved by various trials, for what's in comparison just a little while, we can rejoice in the salvation that we have. That ought to cause us to praise Him. Amen. So that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, 
though though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Why do we go through these various trials? Some say, well, that's, well, we don't want to even try to find an answer to that. It's just meaningless. No, there's a purpose behind our suffering. There's a purpose behind these various trials. We are now grieved, if necessary, for a little while by various trials so that, here it says, so that the tested genuineness of your faith may be found to result in praise and glory. Our suffering, whether that be financial, whether that might be relational, whether that be physical, whether that be political, in any of those realms, our suffering is so that our faith may be tested and may be found to be as pure as gold and purer than gold. We look at the story uh, Jesus told, the parable of the sower. Right? Parable of the sower. Um, you have the sower goes out to sow the seed. And he sows the seed and, and uh, some of it falls on good ground. Some of it call, falls on the stony ground. Some of it calls, falls on the, uh, the, the, um, the uh, <laughs> um, path. And some of it falls on the thorny soil. Right, And we know when the sun beats down, on that, uh, on the pat, oh, I'm sorry. When the sun beats down on the stony soil, right? Even though it sprung up for a little while, the sun beats down and it kills it. And that sun beaten down, Jesus said, was the persecution, right? It was. It was when tribulations come, and there, those seeds were found to be. Not real. They, they, they weren't real believers. They may have given the, the appearance for a little while, but they were never real in the first place because when persecution came, they, 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 they didn't hold up. And then those, those, uh, the, the, um, thor- the thorny soil, right? Thorny soil. They, they spring up for a little while, and what happens? The riches and cares of this world choke out their faith. And it's revealed that they're not really real. They may have given the appearance to be real believers for a while, but whenever persecution came, whenever the cares of this world came, when they wanted to be popular, they fell away. These various trials are given so that we can be tested. When we go through those trials and we can still say, I love Jesus! When we still go through those trials and say we still believe in Him, we still trust Him, it shows that our faith is real. That our faith wasn't founded on the sand. That our faith wasn't something that grew up in thorny soil. But our faith was planted upon, uh, planted in good soil and built upon the firm foundation. Various trials test our faith. This faith is more precious. The tested genuineness of our faith is more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire. More precious than gold that perishes 
though it is tested by fire. When I think of things that perish, the first thing that comes to mind is not gold, right? I talked about it last week. When I talked about something that was imperishable, I thought of that nice juicy peach, right? That nice juicy peach, you, you just love it to just the sweetness that, oh man, God just gave us some wonderful gifts when He gave us peaches. <laughs> but you leave it out on the counter for a while and it starts to get wrinkly and starts to stink. Or you might cut one open and find a bug sometime and it's perishable. But when we think of perishable, we don't think of gold, right? We think of gold as something that's going to last a long time. We can think of gold as something that's going to, you know, we can hand down from generation to generation. We might have jewelry that we give to our kids and then they give to their grandkids and they give, you know, all and on down the line. We may have something that belonged to our great grandfather or great grandmother, you know, and, and pass those down as family heirlooms that are gold. But here, Peter tells us our the tested genuineness of our faith is more precious than gold that perishes. Gold, though we think of it as valuable, though we think it's going to last through generations, it's just something in God's eyes that just perishes. But what's more precious than that, what's more precious than any Gold or any physical possessions that we can have, what's more precious is the tested genuineness of our faith. And how do we get the tested genuineness of our faith? We go through trials. How do we know that my faith is real? We go through trials and we go through to the other side and we still love Jesus. We still go through to the other side and we can still say, God is good. All the time. May be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. We are grieved now when we go through various trials. But when He comes again at the revelation of Jesus Christ, when He comes again, we will look back at all the trials and all the tribulations that we've been through, we've been, we will look back at what has grieved us now and we will praise Him because He held us through it all. That's what the text is saying. Then He tells us, though you have not seen Him, you love Him. Though you do not see Him now, Though you now, do not now see Him, you believe in Him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory. Peter is talking to a persecuted church. Peter is talking to a church that is under suffering. He's telling them, even though now for a little while you are grieved by various trials, but he says in the midst of their various trials, you never saw Jesus. They weren't there at the crucifixion. They weren't there as part of His disciples. They were, they, they were a church that was at least second or third generation Christians. They hadn't seen Jesus themselves, but they believed in Him and they loved Him. And we stand in a similar situation to them. We haven't seen Jesus, but we believe in Him. We haven't seen Jesus, but we love Him. 
And we can rejoice in the midst of our trials, in the midst of our tribulations, in the midst of cancer, in the midst of coronavirus, in the midst of political persecution. Because we love Jesus. Because He's changed our hearts. Because He's caused us to be born again. And we have a living hope. Remember, last time I was here, we said, we live as strangers and aliens in this world. We have a King that is coming one day. And we live by His rules in this world where we live as strangers and aliens. And one day He's coming and we will inherit the earth. And we, even though we don't see Him, we believe in Him. We have faith. We love Him. Obtaining as the outcome of your faith the salvation of your souls. We're saved by faith. We're saved by faith. We believe in Him. Even when things get tough, even when things get difficult, we continue to look to Him, put our faith in Him, we continue to trust Him, and we don't let the cares of this world choke that out. And we don't let the persecutions come and beat us down and kill the faith within us. We hold on. We continue to love Him and believe in Him in spite of the persecutions. And we are found to be real. And we obtain as the outcome of our faith of believing in Him the salvation of our souls. We're going to sing in a moment. We're going to sing when we all get to heaven. What a day of rejoicing that will be when we all see Jesus. We'll sing and shout the victory. That fits this text. One day, we're going to see Him. He's coming. We're going to see Him and all of our trials and tribulations are going to be over. He's going to wipe away every tear from every eye. And we're going to sing and shout the victory, for He has overcome.